Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a bunch of good pizza roll sketches. There's one on SNL where Bill Hader hits the pizza. And uh, that's just a pizza one, but he hits the pizza. Oh, the one with Kristen. And then it crashes on the ground. Yeah, it's like, just eat it. It's pizza. It's normal. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, Let's go. I I think Chris's mic needs to be uh, raised a little bit. Or No, mine's turned up because I'm trying to be quieter. Turned up. I just hear him. I feel like I hear the room more than I hear Chris. This is Chris. This is Chris. I am talking. Okay, that sounds great. I moved it closer. I can hear a little bit of a. Oh yeah, that might be the buzz from the light. But I do take that out. I can. I can eliminate it. All right. Okay. All right. Let's all just clap for that camera in three, two, one. Okay. And is that, that's here. not supposed to sync up at all, is it? I, I don't it's know how they to, do it. Yeah. I don't know what the purpose, because when I'm doing audio, I don't, it would not help me because we don't do it at the same time, but right. it works for Kelly. All right, Kelly. Go get him, Kelly. I Go think get him, Kel. I'm going to guess for Kelly, it's a visual cue that, to erase everything before that. Because it's, it's like a wave. Uh, oh, yeah. Sh- and the, the studio cameras to line everything up with the mm-hmm, three cameras. Mm-hmm. Okay. That checks out. Probably not exactly. I'm going to leave this close. in, by the way, before the show. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone can hear our pre-show discussion. Oh, yeah. We accidentally <laughs> left in some pre-show talk the other day and people liked we, it. We, I, so. <laughs> we, I mean, it was a joint effort. We were pre-show talking. 
So we'll leave in to talk about Kelly. But nothing before that. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> just got nervous. Welcome to Kelly Chat. <laughs> okay. In three, two, one. Here's Anya. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Glazer. I'm here in studio with my boyfriend. I love her. Nope. I mean, <laughs> is that not what we do? Glaze. Love each other? Yeah, we do. That's what I mean by okay, that. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, yes. okay. His name is Chris Convey. Mm-hmm. You can hear him on the Courtney Show podcast and on the Courtney Show every day from 6 to 10 in St. Louis, Missouri, or on the Arch app wherever you get your apps. <laughs> don't go. That's how I listen. You don't need to go do that. I, yeah, I listen we, on the, the Arch app. There are a few. Besties, Bestie Dan. Oh, really? Yeah, he texts in. It's great. Oh, sweet. Yeah, See, it's people are li- it's It's my favorite show to listen to, so um, I understand why people would love it. And then we have Anya Marina, who's in New York. You can download the Anya app and listen to Anya on <laughs> is there an Anya 24-7 app? Live. You just and sound sexy. Is in Arizona. Did you just say you You just told yourself that you sound sexy? Yeah, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was you telling because Nikki's doing a whole vibe this morning. Oh, okay. I just went to a voice lesson and he told me that I need to stop talking like a St. Louisan who's like, always up here with nasal. <laughs> like, it's really bad Whoa. for me. My, my oh. voice is in hell right now. It's in distress. I have to cancel all of my plans, and the only thing I can do, the only time I get to talk is right now, today. How do you, do you know brief? when your voice is better? Brian's not here, by the way. He's uh, getting married. He's, he's getting driving married. to Colorado, so just in case you're wondering where Frange is. Um, what'd you say, Ben? Well, I actually liked Noah's question, too, but I, I can, I I can, can jump off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget, I forget what both of them were. Just answer them. That's um, all we're asking for. Well, he can tell because... Is that the question? How we can do My question was, how do you know when your voice is getting better? Oh, when so you, you can do know that it's getting better. B. Um, when it doesn't hurt and it doesn't feel like when I sing right now, it sounds like sandpaper and like every note, it's like I have to reach up to the note and the note won't just like start where I want it to. Oh. Like I have to like I have to push when I'm not pushing to sing. So do you think when you had that surgery, they should have put you through some kind of therapy to re-teach you how, or to teach you how to sing and talk? It's insane that they didn't. Yes. Is it though? I'm starting to think all systems are fucked up. Like I'm (laughs) trying to get married and it's so stupid. Nikki knows all about this. Is probably so sick of it, but we can't get married. We can't get a marriage license unless you have two birth certificates, one for each, potential spouse and then if anyone's been married and divorced in the past you have to provide a divorce decree not a divorce certificate both exist <laughs> a decree handed down from the king and <laughs> <Yeah>. the court <laughs> and the so only way to, to parliament <laughs> in london the only way to get a divorce decree in new york city one of the biggest most bustling and you would think functional cities in the world is to Write a fucking letter in the post and, you know, put it through the post and a postal money order for a mystery amount. And you have to provide the index number. Who would know that? And the exact date of your divorce. Who would know that? And you can't get it otherwise. You have to call 311. You keep getting hung up on. The whole phone system is jacked. And I was finally like, let's just drive there. Let's drive two hours to Brooklyn and get the stupid divorce decree. Because we're trying to get married in like three weeks. 
And the whole system is broken. It is. Everything is everything, everything is broken. Sucks. In, particularly in New York, you're just like, how is this place functioning? This Seriously, doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how everything's paper and you just go to and everything's so slow. It takes. That's why I don't. I'm scared of travel. I'm scared of losing my passport because I'll have to go wait in line somewhere and just depend on this woman who is grumpy to put my paper There's in no the right line. stack. You have to mail because I just had to do this with my passports. You have to mail them in, and you just hope that somebody gets it and takes care of the paperwork and you get your passport back. And yeah, no if somebody murdered someone, we would have their divorce decree in 30 seconds. You know what I mean? We'd be like, yeah, oh, was the like index a, number is 36109. It's a podcast <laughs> investigation. Yeah. You should murder yeah. Matt. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the only way it. to get anything yeah. done now is to like be like, with the, murder. Uh, how does Noah going to get her, yes. her passport and have a whole podcast series about it? <laughs> right. Those are the only people getting things done. Yes, you're so right. And um. Because even I'm sure you Googled a million things of how to do this. It reminded me of this woman who just you, it was in the news like a month ago. She killed her husband with fentanyl. And then they oh, yeah. found like all of her Google searches, which were like how much fentanyl to kill my husband. Like literally like that specific, like yeah. a man that's 180 pounds, oh, no. six foot one. Snores then, when he sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> Won't let me fuck this new guy I just met and want to move in with. Um, and then she's like, then it goes, how to clear your search history, which is oh so my funny. Gosh. And there's others of like, how long, how much does, if if um, his death certificate says unknown reasons, can you still get your life insurance? Because clearly it was like still, the autopsy was pending and she's still trying to get that money. It was like, it's just so funny and humiliating oh. for these things to be read out in court and that she's going to have to like sit there and witness them. And if you murdered someone, I was thinking about it, what would I do? I'd go to the library and no, Google it. No, you have to... You, 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 you have to like you have to to, to use a VPN. computer at a lib no to use a computer at a library you have to have an account and sign in you can't that's just, how you can't BTK just go to got caught he went to the library uh, no he sent it from his church disc drive and they they found that he saved it on a disc that was all the data from that disc the floppy disc he like sent in a, a oh, hard drive right. disc and they traced that back to his church computer <laughs> but these people are so stupid but. What an, I'm sorry, I don't mean to vic victim blame, but what a fucking moron marrying a woman who would kill you. <laughs> is that rude? I think it's probably rude. No, it is rude. Like, if you are with someone that is that stupid to Google how to murder you and then Google about your life insurance policy, you married a fucking moron. And you had a baby with this moron. She would feed you drinks in bed. And like, and, and he even told his friends, I think my wife is yes. poisoning me. Yeah. You're an idiot. Mm. You set yourself up to be killed. You should have done. I'm sorry to victim blame, but I'm blaming a little bit here. Well, nothing's more humiliating than dying. That's like the. At the hands of the woman that. No, just. It's humiliating. I mean, dying is, is stupid. You couldn't figure out how to live? <laughs> Poor Logan Roy died in a toilet. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. did uh, Tyrion Lannister's dad. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people probably die in there. It's a lot of like, grunting and getting up. And you're, a lot, and you're alone. Mm -hmm. So if you need help, you're, you're on your own, kid. I want to die in a dream. But I'm kind of mad at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to die you dreaming. Mad at this guy? <laughs> I'm yeah, mad you, at this you, guy. You die in Matt's dreams all the time. Because <laughs> he married a moron, probably because she was like hot. 
And it's just like, be smarter. Marry someone who, if they murder you, but that's everyone that's been murdered by the spouse, male or female. They all murdered. They all married someone who's going to murder them. You got to be sharper. Every single person. <laughs> Did you see the kid who the, the most disturbing video going around in the last month? That, if you didn't see this, you've been under a rock. I know you've seen it because you're on the same Reddit as yeah. I am. Who are you thinking about? The most tragic thing you've ever seen. The worst way to die imaginable. I can't even hear this. This is a trigger oh, warning. No, no, no. No, it's not. I have no idea. No, you guys can stomach this. It's not gruesome. The kid who jumped off. I can't. The oh, cruise. And the cruise is Oh, I crazy. saw that. With the Fucking shark. Please nuts. tell me that's an AI generated like. No, the, thing. That, the everyone that said it was a shark fin, he probably did eventually get eaten by sharks, like mm-hmm. whether he drowned and then they ate him. But that little thing you see is actually the rope in the water next to the flotation device. No, where I think, Anya, are you talking about the shark? The I, th- I think it was in Turkey. There's like a kid just swimming. Next to a shark? Yeah, and the, the shark takes him down. I haven't oh, we seen saw that. that. That I was saw years ago. No, thing. that was the one we watched, right? Remember when the yeah. guy gets eaten when we saw the, him bobbing around? We talked yes. about that. was years ago. Show. Was this recent? There was like Who Let the Dogs Out playing in the background. There was like some crazy <laughs> song playing in the background. You're like, well, how is this song this playing? This is the turkey one? I think it was in Turkey. I could, I could probably find the video. Although the I'm, one of the kid, this kid was 18, just graduated, and they went on like a booze cruise. And it was like a pirate ship theme. He jumps off a cruise in the middle of the night on a dare. And then they have footage of him swimming. Like, and you see what you think is a shark tail, but it's not. It's like the rope to the thing. But there are sharks in there because it's night in the Caribbean. And he's never seen again because the boat keeps going. And those, this was like a smaller little like offshoot of a boat. Like it was a booze cruise type thing. So it's a smaller ship. Yeah, it looked like a catamaran. Like it had some nets on it. Yeah, it was smaller than like a cruise ship because yeah. I was reading all about this and how many people jump off these things thinking it'll just be easy. There's lifeboats. There's those little, you know, lifesavers that they throw out to you. But this it's pitch blackout and it takes seven miles to turn around. <laughs> oh, Did you hear that? Seven God. miles from so when you start breaking to turn around. So then you are seven miles away and then you go back. And by that time, a current has taken you miles in the other direction. So you are you are fucked if you jump off a cruise ship. Wait, Don't so I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you more mad at how much his friends hated him or at him for being stupid enough to take I'm the I'm not dare? mad at the kid. I think that this is a drinking problem. It's like, it's my argument about, I'm not going to get into it, but rape on college campus is more of a drinking problem than a rape problem, but that could get mm. me canceled, so I won't go into it. But people do things when they're drunk that they would never ever do if they weren't drinking and this kid is 18 he's wasted he's trying to impress girls someone dares him to jump off the thing he's never really been the guy to like do anything wacky in his well, life is he is he not or no like, i'm, you don't I'm know painting that? a picture of like who i think this kid is oh, yeah. like you get a little al- alcohol in you and suddenly you are like i have a personality i'm comfortable around my friends i'm the guy that i always wanted to be and he jumped off and the problem was i was thinking about it because this ship probably didn't take seven miles to turn around. It could probably turn around quickly. The problem being, though, he is on a ship with tons of drunken kids, music playing. Even if they turn the music off, you hear the kids in the video. They're all screaming, he jumped. Bye, motherfucker. Bye. Like, oh, my God, he jumped. If he's screaming for help, unless they quiet the whole ship, they are not going to be able to yeah. hear him out there. Unless And to quiet 18-year-old drunk kids, hundreds of them down, mm-hmm. you have no chance of, of screaming. He's screaming into nothing. Impossible. And, just, and, and they never found him. 
It's Man, too it's sad. tough. Yeah, I think he was just like. It's he, too sad. I think he was just, you know, these, when you're 18, you kind of think you're invincible and you're just clowning around with your friends. Like that was, that could, that could be almost any 18 year old guy who like goes on spring break with his oh, friends. Oh yeah, anyone. It could happen. It, so many of the comments in Reddit were like, this is, makes me not want to have kids or like, this makes me fear for my two year old already. Like you can't really control them once they get past that age when they go on their first spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, with their high school friends, you know they're going to drink. And when you drink, you get so fucking dumb. But even when you don't drink, if you're just clowning with your friends, yeah. like, you know, we've all jumped off the back of a boat a few times, just not at midnight and, you know, like 2 a.m. in the Caribbean with your friends. And that's where the drunkenness comes in is like, this will be, f- I did this earlier today. It's the same. Or like being, just showing off for a girl. I mean, I just. Uh, but he might have just done it to make his friends laugh. Yeah, he might have been gay and showing up for a guy. Like, I don't know. But he was, yeah, he could have been. Or just a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Could have just been. But I think it's, I think everything is. I don't think it's related. It doesn't have to be related to. Having sex. Yeah. I think everything is. Wasn't it the graduation trying to have status with guys? So it's like, we're graduating, we're done. Yeah. Daring him is celebrating. And the thing that kills me is. Mm. That it took so long to tell someone who was, you know, navigating the boat, the captain or whatever, to turn around. Like, that's also a, another level of peer pressure is like, okay, who's going to be the one that's like, hey, we got to, like, there's an emergency. That probably took 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, for somebody to realize that that moment that this is serious. Yes. And we got to do something about it. I would have been that girl that wanted to tell but didn't want to be the one that like ruined the fun if it really was not a big deal you know what i mean like nikki told and now we're all in trouble and we have to turn it around when he just jumped off he could have just come back in it wasn't a big deal you're like constantly navigating those little things yeah wayne like the yeah is this worth mm -hmm. me saying anything who was the whistleblower i wonder um, probably the literal, wh- like there were whistles going off, like when he jumped <laughs> off, like, it was, a, it was, everyone was freaking Aww. out. It's such, it's a sad video, but I like to watch it because I don't know. I, I follow this Reddit account called last images and it's my favorite. Oh, oh my yeah. God. And it's, it was on there a you bunch and it's just the did? last image of I, the person before they die. I don't follow it, but when I come across it, I, it's my favorite. I click on it. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, it's, it's like, what's like a man, jackpot last image that, um, but there's also ones of like there's also sweet oh, ones. Oh, there's sweet ones with like grandparents yeah, on their yeah. deathbed and like or th- there's you know this is the last time my cousin you know he killed himself but this was a time where we were happy it was the last time I saw yeah. him kind of thing. But the ones that are the best in my opinion best with quotes are like there was this one oh my god this was in the news recently you can find it if you Google it a guy was have like clearly was having an affair didn't want to be married to his wife anymore. She's pregnant. He brings her on a hike up a fucking mountain. She doesn't want to go on. She was scared of heights. She was just doing it for him. Classically scared of heights. Everyone in her family knew it. Goes up to the top of this crazy, rocky, craggy ridge, and he pushes her off. But before he does that, they, they take a warm, sweet selfie together. And then it later came out, and then he, you know, cries, fake cries, like, she slipped and fell. She's so far down that they don't even, they can't even find her or hear her. Like, she's so <gasps> dead. What a and, psycho. Um, and there was also, like, a, a, another last picture of them. The last picture is literally him taking a selfie and her in the background closer to the edge. And it's right before. So he could have proof of like, we're on a fun hike. Like this guy stupidly planned. And I don't blame her, but I kind of, I'm also like, 
Don't you sense your husband is a little bit wackadoo and you're going up. Don't get, don't be a ledge head right now. Don't try to be a ledge head. If your husband is acting weird and like, or your wife and you guys aren't really close anymore, don't drink what they give, what they force on you. Okay. And also don't go to a, a, a top of a mountain with them. Don't do things that are out of your comfort zone. Right. Because they could kill you. They're actually most likely to kill you. There's some statistic that I've quoted in my stand-up, but if you get mar- if you get murdered as a woman, it's like 90% chance that your boyfriend or husband did it. Right. They, they don't even look anywhere else at first. <laughs> it's obviously going to be this guy. One of guy. these guys. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's insane. So just be on... Be on a on the lookout, but not an actual lookout. But I think for a lot of the people that are in that situation, what happens is they they're like in some sort of horrible cycle of abuse, and so they have to yes. do certain things. I just listened to that. Uh, what is it? The J.K. The, Rowling. Yes. Podcast. Yes, and even she, you know, early in the podcast, she talks about her background and her she was husband in a thing. What? What, what do you mean? Caught in a cycle of abuse. Yeah, yeah. So her her like husband at the time like had the keys to the house and like she couldn't even get in or out of her house without, without like his permission. Yes. Yeah. It was JK Rowling. It's like JK Rowling. Strong ass yeah. bitch. We know like, yes, I'm. So he might've been like, we're going to take this hike. And like, totally. she was just like, well, what? I guess I have what to do this options? hike. Otherwise How many get, hikes have I I'll been on hit. with you where I think this could be the end of me? And I hope it is. <laughs> I thought what you were going to say. Because uh, I hate I think, hiking. I could just push him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never have to go on yeah. hike again. <laughs> Matt's always okay. like edging up to the edge. And I'm like, get away from there. And I get my little vaginal wink, whatever it's called. Some bestie sent it to me. Anytime yeah. anyone I love, Chris, is like describing a painful or scary situation, I get this weird thing now in my vagina that is like it's almost like a hiccup or like a feeling like a like being a at ting. the top of a ding. roller coaster where you're like <gasps> it's like a terrible feeling and I now it happens constantly it like started 10 years ago maybe 7 years That's ago so I don't strange. know why it just never happened before but he always gets close to the ledge I'm like stop stop my vagina and then like hikers walk by us <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way just hearing about him getting close to a ledge yeah it does something somatically to my body yes. like let me just do it let me see where it goes it's like my stomach goes up mm-hmm. in my like abdomen yes. or up in my ribs and then my throat clenches so yes I, it, do you ever look at things on on reddit and you'll see some guy climbing a tower and you just go ah! like just a little picture of it will send you don't have that height thing well no I don't have a height thing but today I mean you have a height problem today <laughs> I so- <laughs> <laughs> you're not scared of heights because you want them so bad for your body <laughs> I feel like if I get high up on something, I'll take some of that height. <laughs> It'll rub up on you. <laughs> You're short. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Whenever I say you're short on stage, people always later when they see you're like, he's not short. And I'm like, yeah, but er than me. Yes. You know, you're, yeah. what are you, five, eight and a half? No, 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 no. I'm five, seven and three quarters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if I'm, see? if I'm really. If you're pushing it. In I'm a yoga class. If you're not slouching. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We'll be back. After. They, <laughs> All right. We have to take a break, but we'll be back after this. Wait, you finish the break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because Chris needs to take one. We call it a short break. Okay. Ah. Be right back. <laughs> 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back after our short break. Wait, what were you going to say, Chris, about your stature or whatever? Oh, I don't know. You were just saying something about like, if I do this. I don't know, that break was so long. Those commercials are so good. I got distracted. <laughs> short term memory loss. Oh, man. You know, what were you speaking talking about? of things that just skipped Better over. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, this morning I was listening Me-undies? to Chris's radio. <laughs> I don't know. I used to what, get those. I yeah. got those for literally seven years. You're like, oh, I know. <laughs> they were not pretty panties. <laughs> but um, uh, that makes me, wait a second, tangential. Um, 
what do panties do you do you even care about like underwear on a lady and a lady meaning me like and you don't have to answer it if it makes you uncomfortable no i don't think it's something that really i think it only occurs to me when it's either extreme right right whether it's like oh this is awesome or <laughs> yes, this, this is, is disgusting terrible <laughs> yeah you've never been someone to be like i love this because i've never <laughs> wear i mean i know what gets you going it's things first of all tan lines and then that's why whenever i get a spray tan i always make sure i have a t- i wouldn't if i wasn't dating chris i would do no tan lines because why would you need them but i know that they just like because they're the first thing as a young boy that you see that's like she is on there's something that shouldn't there's something naughty about this area. i don't i don't know i don't know it's like it, it does something to you it makes your vagina wink that's like cool. Anya was talking about i don't love that yeah i have a question Yes. I have a question. I'm so glad you brought this up because yes. I went to Victoria's Secret for oh, the yeah, first Noah's time in a like, new, like a decade. Yeah. I'm trying Noah to be is trying more to redo feminine. her wardrobe. Yeah. She had a checklist. I had a Pinterest board. It's like what women essentials women need into their forties or something like that. Was it that? Just like what like just closet essentials that all women should have and I'm still okay. trying to figure that out but some of it was like a cape and I was like oh my god what did you put in wait it was a professor your wand your book of uh, of hoaxes uh huh it like thinks so, you're turning into a spinster okay well, yeah. well I think isn't, are you from Romania I'm Monaco <laughs> yeah, they, like that's what Dracula like my every Romanian teeth. has to have a Dracula cape. <laughs> She's from Tel Aviv. Oh, really? Well, my my parents are from Romania. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Good gotcha. job, Chris. Hey, see, I, I listen to things sometimes. Sorry. Sorry. So I, okay. okay, I have so, I have a very. Uh, I was just stunned. So I go into Victoria's Secret. It's great. There's like a sale going on. I'm digging through underwear, and I look <laughs> up, and I see a lot of men in the store with their girlfriends. The girlfriends are showing the panties. Some of the guys are just like walking around independently. And I'm just kind of like a little bit disturbed by it. I like that they should maybe be leashed. Have you ever, have you ever seen those uh, those pictures on Reddit of of the men walking around the store with their hands behind their back? No. Like there's like a t- like type of guy that when they're like bored and their wife be shopping, yeah. they're just like walking around like pacing. <laughs> that's so funny because that's the that's that the look I want to give when my mom used to I get mad that. at me when she would be shopping and she'd go, I know you want to leave. I, I can tell by your body. And I'd be like, what should I do? She was like, the way your arms are crossed. So I should have been doing that because it yeah. does look like it's a little more casual. Yeah. But it's also such a sign of like, I'm not like jerking off in <laughs> like, like to these <laughs> mannequins. It's like, if it's Victoria's Secret. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like if they're Victoria's Secret, they're just like, oh, this is just um, just supporting my wife. It does okay. seem like some yeah, guys are yeah. yeah. I'm not here because I want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So what, what, what is going so do you think those guys are enjoying that process or are they being dragged what did it look like to you i i I really couldn't tell it did kind of look like they were enjoying it i think they like it and 
I only say this because I think a guy that doesn't care about underwear, like truly would not love it there. Like I couldn't drag Matt into a situation like that. He couldn't care less. I spent so much once on lingerie and he was just, he didn't even notice at all. And I'm like, this is, this was like $300, this stupid get up that I'm like That's stuck That's why I in. only buy really the sluttiest things I have are like from Amazon for $7 because they'll get torn off right away and they're, they're just to look like really slutty for a second. Yeah. I've got one that I've been sitting on for a while. Literally. Literally sitting on it. It's It's not it's not hanging in there. It's um I don't even want you near it at this point. Um I've got so many infections. But um no, it's yeah, the I just I like that you don't really care about that stuff. Even though I I was saying the other day, like if I wanna just turn you on for whatever reason, like I know exactly what, like earlier today I was like fixing the thing over here and I knew just like arching my back on all fours, putting my butt in the air is gonna, is gonna just make him notice him. having like a little <laughs> tiny t-shirt with like, and put like, you know, sucking in my stomach, small waist, big ass up in the air. Like, Oh, I'm just working on this thing and I'm stuck. I can't get it to work and I can't get out of this position or Classically, and I've said this before, just take out a tit casually and be funny about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that and just go like it always gets a laugh. So, what should we do for dinner on Friday? Like, what do you think? And just a tit is just hanging out, and at first he doesn't see it. That's always fun. Or you used to send me pictures like that too, where it's like everything about the picture was normal. You weren't trying to do anything. Yes, like I flashed you in Munich or no oh, yeah, Stockholm. Yeah. yeah, with the. Outside with the, where that picture said, yeah, like... Yeah, we're, like, beautiful, like, we went up to that cherry blossom tree or whatever, and then we were walking down, and I saw him, and I just flashed him, and it was thrilling. Uh, yeah, some flashed boobs are... It's a fun idea. That was yeah, such a fun uh, day, walking around in Stockholm. I just saw all your photos, Chris. They're so good. They're so 90s. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, yeah, from it's a cool, digital right? camera, right? Yeah, Chris bought one of those... <laughs> That's the sound of it. You know where it's, like, you turn on the flash, and it goes... Like it's that piercing sound that dogs can hear, and then yeah, they're cla- they're so classic, and they they look exactly like the nineties. Yeah, there's like you're some on a field trip in fifth really grade. cool. Yeah, that, that yeah. Is it, there's some good ones in there. I but know. Then there's, some there's so many huge mistakes. <laughs> did you like some of them? Yes, Anya? I was like, wait, yes. I, how come I'm like nostalgic for this? What did it happen in the nineties? It's all grainy. <sighs> I'm massaging Nikki. This was two weeks ago. No recollection of ever massaging Nikki. Like no recollection of playing piano. You? Yes, there's a picture where you're wearing an I Heart Oslo shirt, and I'm massaging you. Don't remember doing I don't that. I remember that either. I guess God, it was so not memorable. Things. No, I mean the massage. <laughs> we had a, a couple memorable massages there. That wasn't it. How are you guys like right now? <laughs> looking back on that trip with like a little bit of perspective now, what's your initial reaction, Anya? I, I'm really glad I went. I felt lucky that I got to go and play for all those people and um, just to do it with my best friend and her partner. I'm glad I got to know you better. I mean, we've known each other 11, 10 years, but I felt like in two weeks, I got to know you so much better. So I'm, yeah, yeah Anya's that. so on board with Chris Conway. Oh, really? You hear in the girls' chat. She's fully endorsing. <laughs> You're not getting talked about right. too much on your residency. Own, but no, I mean, that was, no, like all positive stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. It was yeah, hard she's work. Like, he accepts you for who you are. <laughs> yeah. Like you really, he's laughing a there's little no too hard. Se- there's no secrets anymore with you two. Like yeah, no, he just none. is, well, you noted that we tease each other a lot and you liked that. 
Did I say that? I won't. Not oh, recently, like you just but you did. said it. Like, like you're like, you're short. Ha ha. Like, like yes. that kind of dynamic is rare, I think, in a couple where you can like roast each other Playful. pretty hard about stuff and you, it's so easygoing. And yeah, I mean, yeah. you're a, you have a unique lifestyle, you know, not a lot mm-hmm. of people have your career and stuff and Chris yeah. seems to totally not roll with people- it could put up with it <laughs> everyone's <laughs> always like you're s- like i would do anything to have you be my lady like just like guys in my dms just idiots and i'm like you couldn't handle this at all you have no fucking clue you see a girl who's like posing seductively with my leg out and you're like i could ha-. like that's not right. what this is this is a lot of depression and suicidal thoughts and weird food things and anxieties about other people's food things and worrying about why i'm not like this or that and comparing myself to others there's like a lot more that goes to this than like a cool pose of me like hey i'm coming to your city and like my tongue kind of hanging out, half hanging out. That's what I'm people, that's what guys fucking think. They, I don't know what they project onto me, but it, 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 it you gotta be a certain, you're, you're, I need, I needed a special man to put up with me and I'm very grateful I, well, I for it. I think we pro- project like stuff on people all the time. But one of my favorite things that you said, do you, you know that movie Dangerous Minds? Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. in that movie, they, uh, I think Michelle Pfeiffer comes out and she's just like, everybody, maybe this was another movie. I might be no, you're right. this is the, you starting you at starting a- you start with an A right so she tells all the students you start with an A you're gonna have to lose this A you know like so right now everybody's got you're an A and all so, A students and yeah. so it's like everybody's like oh man so this is great well I liked that like you know you get exposed to a lot of really like funny guys good looking guys tall tall guys <laughs> <laughs> and you know that sort of thing like you know you don't go to the same job every single day and i know all the guys you work with and you can just be like okay cool because most people that's what they deal with like their their wife or girlfriend goes to a job and then comes home and they kind of know more or less what's happening but you go out and you you just experience new people constantly and (laughs) because of like you know maybe the variety of guys you've dated or all the books you've read and all the stuff that you know about people at this point all of these guys start with a d (laughs) Kind of. You know, it's like you, you Yeah. You don't think you're not looking at a guy being like, he's like, this guy's so yes. good looking. I can't wait to date him. You're like, what are his problems? No, I and I used to do that. I think I it was up until like five years ago, I used to you can compare the person you're with to all these different people and or people you know, relationships you see on TV and yours will always fall short because you're just seeing the perfection that these people are putting out or what they're put, putting on Instagram. And Now I've realized that by being out there enough and just doing my research, like you're saying, and having enough friends talk about their own relationships that I project things onto, that everyone, you're going to have problems with anyone. There's going to be shit that annoys you about everyone. And if you, there's just a, there's an immaturity dial above every man's head for me now, (laughs) which is just like probably emotionally Mm -hmm. deficient. They're not right. You're, they're not starting with A's, and I think they used to for me. Whereas, like, I, I would give everyone like, "Oh, they're amazing," and now I'm just like, the the more amazing they are, the more suspicious I am. Yeah. Honestly, with age, we all get a little more cynical and weathered, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, show me, show me what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see what you got. <laughs> I had a boss I once was that was like, "Oh, sorry, I'm like, is it Minnesota that's the show me state, or is it Missouri?" 
It's Missouri. It's Missouri. Oh, yeah. I know. He was like, here. I'm the show me state. So you know what? Show me what you got. And I was so cynical. I had just gotten fired from like three radio stations in a row because we got bought out, not fired, but like we all got laid off. And I was just like, I'm not going to show you shit. I got unemployment. I don't like, I don't need to show you. I'll work here if you want me to, but I'm not. (laughs) He was like the nicest boss I ever had. I ended up working for him for six years. He was the best. But I just remember him saying that like, I'm the show me state. Come on, show me what you got. This job is yours if you want it. Wait, how does that relate to what we were saying? I'm I'm not being a dick. I just don't you're understand. Like, you got you start with a D. And if you want to be my right. boyfriend, you gotta show me You better I, show me. I meant she starts with a D like she hooks up with him immediately. Yeah, I start right on their dick. <laughs> and then I work up to their <laughs> go back down to the ball. Oh, to the, to That's the what B. you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> Suck on a toe. And I go up. Oh, and no. I go, what's going on up in your mind? Um <laughs> Yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, that does relate. I just feel like it's just, I don't know how people in their 20s make it through and like don't constantly go for a shinier thing. But they're learning. That's what they're, that's what everybody's learning. You know, it takes point. some people longer than others. Yes. And, yeah. You know, that's, that's part of. Well, I was reflecting on the Europe trip and I realized my favorite parts, and this is no indictment on any other part of the trip, I my favorite parts were the drives to the airport. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, really? Because well, that's when we were all like kind of hanging. I yeah. like, I realized my thing, and I'm just trying to embrace it as opposed to hate myself for it because it, I want to hate myself for it because I am unlike other people. Like, I'm kind of looking forward to Brian's wedding being rainy because we'll get to stay in and play board games and like talk as opposed to like doing more outdoorsy things that don't lend itself to the stuff that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just, we. Just, it's just, Different strokes for different folks. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person that I don't like outdoorsy things as much as anything else. Yeah, I love that I was too. Just, I loved like I just that's when I got to know you so well, Chris. Like that long drive from for, the London. Remember from Heathrow to our hotel was like an hour yes. and twenty. Yeah, yeah, yes. so long. Those were my favorite, yeah. and they're probably your least favorite, Chris, because we're like in a little like were they not fun? <laughs> no, for, well, I, we threw I, up a I couple times. Plane rides. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the whole thing. I I agree. I mean, I think one of my favorite parts because I and I would see each other every few weeks or years or whatever it was, or just some hang. So it was really, that was one of my favorite parts too. But I, I liked every, I liked almost everything. I liked the food. I liked the adventures. I liked the laziness when we could get it in. Like I thought it was, yeah, I said today on the show that we have the same level of untidiness. Oh, um, that is so valuable. I think that really helps us both out because neither of us got mad at each other for anything that's going on in the That is so nice. I mean, I, I just don't, I can't, I've, I know stories of people being like, my wife is a mess mm-hmm. and I can't stand it. And it's like, I just imagine being married to some guy like that who's constantly making me feel bad about messes. I would, I wouldn't, I would yeah, probably put up with tough. it and then he'd murder me someday. Like <laughs> I would never put up, I like, couldn't do it. Look at this view. Uh, You've never made me feel bad about that is my number one thing yes. that I'm insecure about too. So the fact that you don't care about that no, and we I've never, good. I want to straighten up for you when you come over. I definitely like put stuff away and, and think like, cause you're, you keep your spaces nice. Like yeah. your house is immaculate. But you're an organized sometimes, guy. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, not all the time. I'm, 
I would say that I'm similar to to what you saw in the hotel rooms. Like sometimes it was perfect, and sometimes it was definitely not. Yeah, that's nice though to just not feel because I know I know there's so many couples out there where it's like, what is this doing here? <laughs> Why don't you put this away? And it's also like we don't we don't live together. So I know we'll see that. Too. Me and yeah. Matt. But yeah, the tr- me and Matt. I, I'm always like I if we to- break into song when we're angry at each other. So there's been this like fucking reel to reel machine that's just sitting in our dining room that Chris brought over. Chris, Matt's best friend, who's his bandmate. And um, our dining Not room you, is... Chris. Chris hates you. Or Matt hates you. <laughs> our di- Chris, his best friend. He loves you. Our dining no, room is the area where shit just accumulates. For months, there was like Nikki merch in the dining room. And finally, I'm like, can we please move Nikki's merch to the basement? This we is how the divorce six- decree got lost, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was like, t-shirts. why does this divorce... Pay notification <laughs> here on our mantle. Like, why don't you get rid of this? Mantle. This is bad. This, this is bad. Like, no juju. Yeah, I think that's probably her a bad name one. was on our mantle. First, it was under so our Anya bed. So Anya was like, "Get out of here." <laughs> under, this I'm like, "Why is this shui. under our bed?" Yeah, I and then you threw it away. <laughs> And now, now they're calling. To, they have I to don't go drive down to Brooklyn. Oh, because you wanted a tidy mantle. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. can we not have your ex-wife's name displayed on the mantle? <laughs> yeah I mean I agree with you <laughs> but it would irritate me every week there's a new weird huge thing in the dining room it's just the room that collects new stuff and I'm always like what is this weird star machine thing and then now I gave it to Nikki but um oh my god it's like a pro- star projector on the wall on the, in, in my room it's all it's awesome she was bitching about it on the girls chat and I go I'll have it and you just and shipped it, it over Chicago. oh no <laughs> But I also think it's probably tough because you guys, as like musicians, you have tons of instruments and tons of gear. There's so much gear. Your whole life is just gear. I'm always like, my babe likes to keep the real to real in the shitty corner. When will we be moving it? And we just like make up songs that passive aggressive songs to each other that always start with like my babe. Yeah, (laughs) my babe is annoying, and I need him to stop. But yeah, if it's in a song, we laugh. And if it's not, it's kind of like, cute. all right, we should talk about this in therapy. Yeah, Chris and I are plans to move in together this summer-ish. Yeah. Whenever, you know, come on over. <laughs> I got a new no, star best, machine waiting for you. The best part is we're like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. We, we, it was in Europe. By the way, you, for me, Europe, I look back at things a little bit with like rose color, like, you know, a little bit yeah. nostalgic. And But I thought it was... There was like so some fun. magic to it, and I yes. thought it was pretty amazing. And I got to fall in love with Anya all over again, which was really mm-hmm. fun. And fall in love just, with me for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think there's some falling out. Pretty cool. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a bunch of that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't fight like at all. Yeah, you maybe guys we had fight. one moment in uh, Berlin. Where I got a little testy and I was like, you know what? Fine. And I just like walked out of a sh- gift shop and you were like, what are we, what's going on here? <laughs> oh yeah, what was that about? It was like, I was hungry. Oh, we I know. We both were like, You got a what? lukewarm venti. That was the day that we're like, can we get this extra hot? <laughs> it all started with <laughs> your <laughs> And then we went to the Holocaust Museum. Oh, the Holocaust, yeah, that, that'll put you in the in And the then bad we room. were at Checkpoint Charlie. It was at Checkpoint Charlie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. And like Anya had already gone off and I was just in a little, I just turned into a four-year-old. I'm just like, because mm, I was hungry. I wanted to sit down and eat. Chris was like, let's go somewhere and eat. And I'm like, but where do you want to eat? He's like, I don't care. I'm not that hungry. And I'm like, but how aren't you hungry? You haven't eaten today yet. And then I was starting to feel fat because I had already eaten, but I needed to eat again. And then I was just like, it was a, it was a, so many things. And then you were the you were thank god you were the one to come out and because i was just like standing out there like what am i gonna do like am i gonna walk home like what is what's the end game here like we're this is the first stop of our trip like i got it we're gonna make up and then you luckily came out of the store and we're just like what's going on <laughs> it was very nice and sweet and yeah. then you let Chris me just kind of go like well I'm energy. hungry and I just feel like I just want to eat my bars sitting down and I just don't want to eat them running around and you're not hungry and you're never hungry and I'm always hungry and I'm fat and then you were just like and we're at the topography okay, of well. terror <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a scale for me um, and uh, yeah but you were thank god you were um, a ma- just so much more mature than me that day like I I always assume everyone's on my level so I'm like he's gonna meet me where I'm at and he's gonna do the same thing and I'm like where where when are we gonna get back on the same track but you got us back on right away yeah I mean it's it's hard to be sad at checkpoint Charlie (laughs) (laughs) and and I was also like what is this I don't even understand what this place is I feel stupid I feel like an idiot that I don't know any about this history I don't because you were trying to explain the Berlin Wall and I was like I literally don't understand why they couldn't climb over it like I it's not that tall just climb over it and then um and I just didn't and then it made me I was just feeling all all the feels that day (laughs) yeah you and we, it was early in the trip. But I will say that we, the three of us, it's, I think people that are listening to this have probably traveled with friends and relatives and family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a group just can't travel well together. Nobody wants to make a decision. Ugh, it's Nobody's the worst. in charge. Everybody is sort of out, like Eating trying at to out. Times. Eating at different times, and, oh. and then everybody trying to out. Um, what is it like? Uh, like manners each other, so that it's like, well, I don't care. Well, well yes. what do you want to do? What do you? Yes. But we were a good crew. Like when somebody wanted to make a decision, they would. When somebody yes. didn't, it wasn't a big deal. And we could have, we we could have been fighting the whole time. That's true. No, it was just that though. But we were honestly, we were all best buds. It feels I like. I know. You easy. and I. I mean, I was more nervous about you and you and me because I have traveled with Anya before. I, she's. Like, and I know that you two are not going to like get into something because you're both agreeable people, but I was worried about you and me, but I was surprised. That was the only time we mm-hmm. fought. I would call that maybe a fight if you were like, I don't like to say fight, but like that was the most tense it got. Yeah. I wouldn't call us. that a fight because there wasn't a back and forth. No. Yeah. That's amazing. Just- <laughs> <laughs> there was, right. I just capitulated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was just a lot of, yeah, but I was, I was really struggling with depression on that trip. I look back on it and I was, I was like, um, like the the other day my friend got depressed and she doesn't normally get depressed. And she said to me, she was like, it was really, it was eye opening for me because Nikki always says when she's depressed like this, like I can't imagine having children or like having some kind of responsibility because I could never do it. And she was like, I never feel that way, but I feel that way right now. And I know how you feel. And it just feels like you're like swimming in molasses Mm -hmm. or something like it felt like that a lot of times but because I was just like I was just too stuffed up emotionally and physically and just so uncomfortable in my skin I don't think people understand how difficult it is for like you and Anya and creative people to to 
travel to another country that you've never been before. There's pressure to sell tickets. There's pressure to, you know, like, is anybody going to think, you know, the, all, English was not the first language for most of the people that came and saw your show. That's on your mind. You've, you've never, you've never been to any of these places. You've barely ever been to Europe, right? Yeah. Never. Yeah. But just Paris. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, there was, there was a lot of pressure and on you for feet. that, but then also, you know, like I know that to do those shows is old hat for you and it's, you know, you go on autopilot and not, not autopilot cause you're like, you know, you're working and stuff like that, but it's not easy to go out in a foreign country and do those shows. And I don't know if it landed on you that that was part of yeah, what was you were feeling. It was probably subconsciously just in me. And it's not like once I did one show in Europe, I was like, no. oh, they're all going to be good. Every single one was a new, Every like, new is language. this going to be okay? Yeah. Is there, Are these people going to come out? Are they going to even give a shit? Mm. Are they going to understand? Um, and how and, draining it is to, to be in that state and do comedy. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's not that hard. She just gets up on stage and tells her jokes. But it's like, you know, it's an emotional experience for you, whether you're doing what you perceive as doing well yeah. or or what you perceive as, do, as doing poorly. You know, all of that stuff factors into even your mood the next day and three yes. days later. And it's not, I don't know, it's it's not easy going up there and doing that. And, I, you know, like Anya, you know, handled it really well. You know, I didn't have any anything to do but be supportive of you guys, mm -hmm. and so it was easier for me to just be like, "I'm I'm here to like have fun with my girlfriend and my friend." Oh, so right. you were I so didn't, great I wasn't that. under that those sort of the pressure of selling tickets in a country where people didn't that's English isn't their first language, and they not only did they love you, they 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 were there for every. I couldn't believe how quickly. I, this is, sounds like I'm being insult. Like. I'm. I was impressed with how savvy uh, people can be with when English isn't their first language. I know. Yeah, so they impressive. got all the jokes. They yeah, it was really never a struggle. There was maybe one or two references where I ended up having to like explain who John Benet Ramsey was. I thought that would be like kind of a worldwide thing, even though I didn't assume it at first. I but it it worked even better once I explained who it was. I and sometimes right. it was just generational, you know, because some of the people are like twenty years old or you know twenty. Yeah, they weren't alive up. when that was a, right. Yeah, but yeah, people they were such warm audiences. I love mm -hmm. everything you said, Chris, and and also like. Uh, you know, to your point, sleep deprivation and jet lag are so mm. real. And for me, I feel like I can't even get to sea level if I am sleep deprived. Like I am not in my right mind. It's barely at dead sea level. Sea level? <laughs> is that like five, seven, <laughs> seven, three quarters? Yeah, Chris level. <laughs> <laughs> I was also, and no one put this on me except myself. I want to be very clear about that. But I was really exhausted at the idea of being a good partner in like being a tourist like i yeah you i but, put that on myself yeah, you did. i you, did you, you were you never made me do anything or were like you gotta see this thing there was none of that but i am conditioned i realized from therapy yesterday that i have a father who is really a go-getter and always wants to go out and do things and i have a mother who is more like me and my mom did not have the same kind of leniency from her partner right. as I get from you. So I'm always expecting this kind of con this connotation of with what I like to do means you're lazy and boring and less than, and you're not cultured. You're not interested. You're not curious. You're not. So my inclination to enjoy car rides and dinners where we just get to like sit and like look at things and just not have to walk around and go see a thing 
made make me feel less than the pro- the problem is you you do that to yourself, but it's like you know like Anya would go off and she would go do things on her own, and I, I could go do things on my own. But you the 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 thing that was like a bummer was you would you it, you would sort of feel so guilty about it or yes. so you would shame yourself like as if it was being reflected off of me or Anya who who wanted to go do something yes and it was like I don't you can do whatever you want yes I because I love the the lazy times too yeah and you and you are fine going out by yourself yeah, like you have it. a grand old time getting in love your 40,000 steps prefer it <laughs> I mean <laughs> do you have fun because I, I remember the do day I? that we just were talking about the Dead Sea trip uh, you were not going to come and you were like, I'm going to bail. I'm not feeling it. And I was we were like, going to go to the Dead Sea the next day. Right. Instead. And I was like, okay, that's totally cool. I'll go. But then I just thought we haven't done that many things us three together. And that was the discussion that led me to go to the Dead Sea that day. Cause we were going to go yes. the following day. The, the, the thing that's hard is because you are so sensitive about these things and it's never just like, Hey, I'm going to go do this. Uh, do you want to come and it being yes or no based on however you were feeling that sometimes it, it's tough because you <laughs> you will guilt yourself into going even though you don't want to yes and I don't want anybody coming with me that doesn't want to be there yes who does right yeah. But then I but, also have a good time sometimes. But, but then there's also a, there's a fine line because I'm like I think and we had Nikki a great photo shoot out of the deal. Yeah, you're gosh darn right we did. <laughs> I think sometimes I'm like, I know Nikki enough to know. I know she would prefer to stay in bed right now. But I think this hour-long thing, I'm going to push on this. And I'm going to say, I think this is worth doing. And then you can go back and, and take yes. your naps. That was an I'm insane already struggling. day. I forgot that we had a show that night. We, that yeah, was we like we went to 11 hour day. And the Dead Sea. I can't believe you did all that. Well, the, the guy that from really the show couldn't either. He was like, you went to the Dead Sea today? <laughs> he was almost went to mad. Jerusalem today? I was like, what? What Did we do something wrong? Was it dangerous? And he's like, no, just I can't believe because the show tonight. So you wouldn't have gotten back in time. I'm like, oh. He's like, but what that's the other thing that's impressive about. do nothing. Thing? But that's that's what I would do. So like if I had something at six o'clock at night and I woke up at like 11, the whole day would revolve around that moment and I wouldn't be able to do anything like anything it's goofy. A classic ADHD meme. Yes. Like those people that say like me, me with something to do at 6 p.m. Oh, I'll get so much done today. Da, 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 da. Me actually today. And it's like, yes, just sitting doing nothing until 6 p.m. But that's what's impressive about what like, you know, like that day in Munich, we had such a great time because we just like kicked it on those scooters. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> like, and I was doing show nothing that night, in Munich. But, I remember I was if I do nothing. Resting. I feel like I have to be looking at my notes and going over things and preparing things. Whereas if I'm like on a scooter running through and watching people surf in a green river, I'm like, I can't do work right now. It's everything I do is to make me not feel guilty about the fact that if I'm doing nothing, I should be working. You know, but that's what? part of that's uh, go ahead Anya. Sorry. I was going to say, you know what cured my guilt over this years ago with, with like, Nikki what like I used to do this thing where I'd be like I should go with Nikki because Nikki and I lived together as you know for a couple of years and then anytime she was in town and had stuff to do it was, she's very very active way more so than I am I'd be like watching the real housewives and she'd be like I'm doing seven sets do you want to come and I'm having dinner and then I'm meeting with this person I'd be like I should go why am I so lazy so I always had this thing but I remember Nikki told me like I will never be mad at you 
ever for flaking or not wanting Hell to come yeah. ever. Like, so just Very know that. that. And I heard that enough times that I started to believe it. And so that now it's like, I never feel bad about flaking. So yeah, I really only go good. when I want to go. The greatest gift you can give your friends. The problem with, 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 with Nikki, and I really love it if you worked on this in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. Is it's a constant dis being constantly dissatisfied with what you're doing. So if you're if you're <laughs> yeah. napping, you're not saying because I'm I'm different. Like I I don't relate to this at all. I'm like when I'm napping, I'm like this is good for me. I need to be doing this. And then when I'm when I'm like out in you know if you go home early in Munich and I'm just exploring, I'm like I'm this is what I want to be doing. So yeah. like this is what I'm doing. This is exciting. Or when I'm like oh shoot, I got I really have to be working. Yes. But when you're you know when you're working or when you're not working. Everything is the wrong. Th you're doing the wrong thing. Yes, and that's wow. a that is not a, a, like a a fun place for you to live. Which is like when I'm out having fun, I'm not working on sets. When yeah. I'm I'm trying to move when, out. When I'm sleeping, I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fine working with the therapist. Again. Seems like you really got a good <laughs> to epiphany about your dad's stuff. Like it really yeah, comes that was down a big thing that. of like I I can't stand. Um, my mom wanting to, like even my dad will if he hears this he'll be so mad but we were coming back from New York and my mom is exhausted because we went to Dave Matthews I flew her out last minute the air is disgusting we go to Dave Matthews mm -hmm. she's like has a couple drinks we go to the cell afterwards it was a late night she didn't sleep well because she like her heart rate was like spiking and she didn't sleep till 3am we get up in the morning at 7 to go to the airport to, She and then she doesn't sleep on the plane and then I'm like, you got a nap today. Please just tell me you're going to do nothing today because she mm -hmm. really deserves it in a way that I would even d feel like I deserved it. And I go, don't let dad give you shit about <laughs> taking a nap. Holla's with us, by the way. And she goes, I will. I, I Your dad's not going to say anything about that. I can nap when I want to. And I go, I just predict that dad might have a problem with you going on a little vacation that he didn't get to go on, even though I invited him and he turned it down. And then you coming back and then sleeping all day based on my 25 years <laughs> off and on of living at home, I think he might have an issue with it. But she was like, that is ridiculous. Your dad doesn't care if I nap. I nap whatever the hell I want to. So we get in the car. <laughs> we're driving to my place. My dad drops me off. Hollis in the car with them too because she's getting dropped off at her parents, which is in my parents' subdivision. And um, she wrote to me later and she goes, did your mom tell you? And I go, no, what? And she goes, you were right. And I go, what? And she goes, seconds after pulling out of your apartment, your mom said, I'm going to need a nap today. And your dad goes, oh, of course you are. You're going to nap all day. Is that what you're going to do? Had that whole thing. And I was like, I fucking knew it. And it's not my dad's fault. My dad is just an active person who does not relate at all to people who need would ever need to nap or wouldn't want to go look at at a, a plaque that says Thomas Jefferson took a shit here <laughs> once or whatever is like he can't understand that someone wouldn't be interested like he can't understand this person which I only know I'm not a I used to feel like a fucking pariah because my dad would get so mad at me in high school I would see someone at Schnucks that I knew or I wouldn't want to go to Schnucks he'd be like let's go to Schnucks get some groceries and I go I don't want to go because I don't want to see anyone I know and he'd go what are you even talking you don't want to see someone you know and I go I might see someone I know I don't want to talk and he used to be like 
why would you ever say that or think that you don't like seeing people? And then I, then you get the internet and that's literally what every meme is about that. No one wants yeah, to see wants each to other. See everyone yeah. clocks someone at the grocery store, pretends like they didn't see him. I'm not alone. Everyone doesn't like seeing people they know, but I can't, grew up in a house where that makes you crazy. N- not normal. Some, you have a problem. You're lazy. You're, you're just weird. And so I relate all of the things that I am naturally to that. And I have to break free of it. <laughs> and I'm grateful that I have a boyfriend who accepts, accepts me, who accepts, accepts me for who I am. Yeah, I'm going to X you. hear you. that, EJ? Yeah. No. EJ's um, great. And Nikki thinks is. so, too. He's the best. He is amazing. I have the best dad ever, but I do. Re- he does not under. He doesn't relate to nappers. Yeah, those things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you don't relate, you can't understand. You can't fathom why people would need this much rest. And I'm one of those people. And so it boggles his mind. Like, where did you get this from? Who are you? But also, I think people are like, oh, you went, you left town. So you were on a vacation and a vacations, vacations are easy and relaxing. And now you're back from that. Yes. But some vacations are not like this one was not. (laughs) It was go, go, go. DMB. All right. We'll be right back after this short break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Short break. And we're back from a short break. Um, So let's do some Reddit dump, shall we? This is your Reddit dump. Oof, she's digging deep. God, my voice. We can re-record that if you want. We should. It makes me cringe because I I thought that sounded good at the time, but now it shows how far I've grown. Um, Oh, my God. I just pulled up my phone and Anya earlier today on the girls chat was saying that Matt was listening to some music last night. I won't say who. I won't say who. Okay, good. (laughs) And you you were like, who is this? What are you playing? It sounds like a bunch of guys who have never had sex before. And I was like, please tell me who it is. And um, this is the name of the band, babe. Don't say it. Huh. <laughs> I won't say it, but it's so funny. And I did listen to them. They were pretty good. I, I think I kind of like them. Yeah, I like those little vir- virginal uh, eunuchs. Okay. It's time for Reddit dump. Um, I will say that Reddit is like trying to go dark right now because they're trying to protest the banning of third-party apps. Because if third-party apps, people can download those and use those to look on Reddit, then Reddit does not get to have the data from those to sell, which Uh is how Reddit makes all of its money. And the third-party apps are much easier for, like, moderators and the people that are, are like, you know, the kind of the heart and soul of Reddit to to use. Yeah. There I I use just the Reddit app. Do you use a third-party? Me too. The more I've been reading about all this stuff. I'm like, I gotta get this third-party. People are like... Yeah, these third-party apps are way better. Way better, yeah. Well, do so, the third-party um, apps using... make it more user-friendly? Well, they're like parties. No, um, the, <laughs> yes, I think they're more user-friendly, too. You said and that like just a Sarah way Silverman, to... and I do want to say that one of the most soothing for me things is Nikki doing a Sarah Silverman impression. It's, oh, it's so, so weird. Really? It's like my ASMR, which I don't have ASMR, but you were doing it over the weekend, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, so like I'm trying to figure out why that would make you feel soothed. Um, <laughs> I could listen um, to let it me just forever. think deep inside my pussy walls. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm just trying. That's so good. You cannot no, tell. That's so nice. Okay, I'll do it this whole segment in a Sarah <laughs> voice. Yay. Um, okay, first off. My voice teacher would be like, please stop doing that. <laughs> um, so I will. Um, Noah, first up, let's do the um, one I sent you. The This is t- entitled, this is from TikTok Cringe, which by the way is not, I told you this recently, it's not all things that are cringe. Sometimes it's just like yeah. a good TikTok, which makes no fucking sense. But no. sometimes they're cringe. This one's not cringe. It was just interesting. It's a guy on some podcast who probably has some kind of science degree. Um, and because it's a TikTok clip, I trust what he's saying, even though there was no photographic <laughs> evidence or any evidence to support what he said. But I think it's interesting. And it's called Wild M- Mice Love Hamster Wheels. What do you think happens if you put mouse wheels out in the forest? I would imagine that mice would not use it. They do. They do? They love it. It has nothing to do with needing an outlet. It's just that they love doing it. There's amazing video of these like wheels that have just been put out in the forest. And like wild mice who have the entire world to run in are still like, oh, hey. And I think that's us too. We look at these wheels and we think, 
wheels in cages. That's that's what the internet is. We love running on wheels. That's what it is. We love gossip, and it's not just the internet that caused it. We've always loved it. We're just typing it now rather than whispering. I thought that was pretty interesting because yeah. I do enjoy going on Reddit. I do enjoy looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a lot of things that seem like mindless. I think growing up watching a ton of TV was actually great for me, and I would actually raise a child with them being able to watch hours of TV a day if they wanted because <laughs> as long as it was like good stuff right. that made enriched them and like was well-written, I would have no problem with that. So I kind of liked this because... We do like a wheel. Isn't that so yeah, well, cute? I'm disappointed they didn't show any footage of the wild mice. I was waiting I know, for that. I know. I want to see the footage. Yeah, well, I wanted to see the footage. There was no footage to back up. You yeah. just got to trust this guy that it's yeah, out there. I got to trust yeah, this guy. Yeah, I've seen guy. this guy before doing videos like this. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he, he's legit. He seems to be an authority on certain things. And yeah. you're like, all right, I'll buy what this guy's selling. I know. I mean, they made a clip about it. And there's another guy across from him who's looking interested and going, really? <laughs> With his sneakers crossed. Well, no, there's like evo- like there's like an evolutionary reason for like us wanting news and liking news. Because if something, you know, if there was a, something that was outside that was going to kill you, you would want to tell everybody about it. And so wanting and needing that information was like essential you know, yes. years and years and years ago. And like, I just love, and novelty. We just novelty, love n- yeah. anything new yeah. because it excites us. And it also is, yeah, new things equal like, wait, danger. That could be danger. Whereas stuff that we know and trust, your your system does not respond to it because there's no danger. It wouldn't affect you and the tribe for this normal thing to come on through. Um, Anya, what did, did you have thoughts about the wheel? I, I was that, thinking about Dear Abby saying once a long time ago, or maybe it was her sister, Anne, whatever. I don't know. One of them. Landers? Yes. Yeah. That gossip is not inherently bad. It's like shit talking is bad, but gossip is really mm. just idle chatter. And then it got a bad I rap over. Love gossip. Yeah. <laughs> It's my favorite thing in the world, and I have to quit. I have. I to just quit. heard something on gossiping that what? really. Tell me some gossip me. about gossip. <laughs> I'm even so down for that. I, I know what it that. is. What? what? Noah's gonna say the thing. Didn't you send it to us, Nikki? About how women are conditioned to gossip. Is that what you're gonna say, Noah? No, no, oh, okay, not at all. It's just about like a perspective of gossip. So I have a group of friends who are, you know, like, they know about, like, Jewish text way more than I do. And, you know, like, it, the the Torah or whatever it is. like, is, a like, Jewish texting I know, app. but like, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Hebrew? Yeah. It's a third-party app that allows you to search What's Reddit. Up? <laughs> so anyway, so they, it talks about, you know, like, gossiping is is not good. And basically, this thing was was really, I don't know, it, it, it just really made me think about gossip in a, in a way. Gossiping, you're basically like slaughtering someone's soul, but they can't defend themselves because when you're gossiping, you're talking about yep. a third party. So the that third party is not able to join the conversation and talk about themselves. So you're basically like slaughtering their soul yes. in front of the people that you're you're talking. I about. love that. And I thought that was so Jewish. By the way, the word's <laughs> just like that's so, it's just so so biblical to be like slaughtering Slaughter your in a soul. soul. Um, I love that because it is, and that's what it feels like when I when I when I do gossip. And I also know from all the stuff that I'm reading that for every negative thought you have about something, you're slaughtering your own soul. Like you, it's so bad to put out bad vibes about anyone. Like I just trying so hard to counter every negative thing I say with five positive things. Cause that's what my therapist said that oh, wow. the damage that a negative thought 
does on your brain you can only counteract it with t- five times the positive to make it go away. I thought it was three times. So now when I go like, ugh, to my body, I have to be like, you look great. You look amazing. You're beautiful. You're smart. Look at your curves. <laughs> like, I have to do five can things. Can you say it like Sarah? To- <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. You're smart. Look at your <laughs> girl. Doll, look at your curves. <laughs> <laughs> but I love gossip so much, but I, it's one thing, like cigarettes or something, I have to quit. I, 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 it's just, it's poison for you. It's slow poison. I have a good but remedy. It's so fun. Imagine what? the person is in the room. Say whatever you wouldn't mind saying if they were in the room. I try to do that, but it's hard to remember that. <laughs> it's so fun to gossip. Do you guys think... I think it's probably, you probably do, but do you guys ever think people are doing it about you? Yes. I mean, I assume they you, are, but I don't care. You know logically, but it doesn't like land on you that it's probably no. happening. No, it does not. The only times is when I post something that I'm really embarrassed by and I picture a certain female comedian sending it to other female comedians and them being like, she's unhinged or she got fat. Like that's that's all I care about right. is that one snarky mean girl comedian. And, you know, everyone in here know, knows who I'm talking about. But, like, I I could not. Um, that's the one person. But overall, you know, I've stumbled upon things written about me that are really mean. And they've affected me greatly. But And I know they're being said constantly. But um, I don't look at it, so I don't care. Like, my dad is always like, you're Reddit. They are weird. Oh, they're just no. posting oh, pictures of your legs and just say oh really strange things. No. I'm like, those are not it. even as bad as the ones that are, you know, talking about my, like, speculating that I'm on drugs. Like, don't even read those ones. Like, yeah, you um, should see your 4chan. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, people, yeah, there are people that are constantly talking about all of us. And I know that my friends who talk about people to me talk about me. Mm-hmm. Behind my back. And you should assume the same for me. No one if I do is it. talking about me. That's what I tell no. myself. You wouldn't like that, though, would you? I think no one's talking about me. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if they are, I don't care. I just really don't care. I don't care, care either. I'm sure, I like, I don't count YouTube commenters or, like, people on Reddit. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, my dad says that all the time. He says, what other people think of me is none of my business. It's the, my favorite quote yeah. of that has ever stuck with me is that, is to remember that. Because it isn't your business, but it is slaughtering your soul. soul. When I was a child, my number one fantasy, this is so yeah. weird, aside from having virgins float, or no, I think it was the people what? that have had sex, and I, I used to have a fantasy that like oh, right, all the yeah. people who have had sex would float up so I could see the one. So she could see <laughs> who's done it. Yeah, because I was a virgin. But my number one fantasy when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten was that I would have a tape recorder and I could just press play and it would have recorded everything everyone's ever said about me. Oh. And I'd be like, oh, I can't believe so-and-so said this about me. And it was all I mean never stuff. I want to hear that. Yeah. It was always mean? I think so. Yeah. But maybe it was like, I just want to hear what people are saying about me because you're just looking for an identity when you're young. Well, that's what people do. I mean, I have friends that still read all the comments and stuff. Oof. I don't know how they haven't killed themselves yet. <laughs> Even uh, I was talking to Rachel Feinstein yesterday and she was talking about some clips she came across of me talking about my dead cousin, JD. And she said it was so sweet. And she was like, in the comments, and I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> she was like, they were so, you like helped so many people. There were people in there saying, I'm a week sober and I needed this. And like, and it sucks that you have to miss out on those things. 
because of it. Okay. This one is from Reddit Psychology. And it says, good-looking female students no longer get straight A's when classes become virtual. Ah. When the professor can't, like, maybe is, fuck them. Is that a real study? Yes. It's a real study. I'll look at the... Um, Good. The um, great equalizer. Recent research in psychology published in the journal Econ- Economic Letters, who knows what that is, reveals that attractive students tend to achieve higher grades in school. However, the study suggests that this beauty premium disappears when classes are taught remotely, especially for female students. Um, that is, I mean, that, I mean, that's, you, you could have predicted that data obtained from five different cohorts of engineering students from a Swedish university resulting in a final sample of 307 students. Two of these cohorts attended a portion of their classes remotely. The content of these courses stayed the same, but lectures and seminars were conducted online. An independent sample of sun, whatever they explain the, the study, but yeah, um, they discussed several reasons why physical attractiveness might enhance productivity for male students. Male students who are physically attractive tend to be more p- persistent and have a greater influence on their peers. Attractive people also tend to have more social skills, which have been linked to creativity. Since non-quantitative quantitative, quantitative courses tend to involve creative assignments and group work, men who are more attractive might be more likely to excel in this coursework. Um, anyway, yeah, hot people get More stuff, stuff easier <laughs> and then there was this post the other day on instagram that was like the struggle of hot people how no one takes them seriously oh, and come everything on. and i was just like give me a break <laughs> i i hate those like yeah i cannot stand those things where it's like they, they've got it so rough like give me a break they do have it rough in the sense that oh, when they boy, i will say one go. thing final thought okay when they do age it is so much harder yeah and it is and they do question a lot of t- like people always go, well, you're a pretty face. You'll be fine. And they dismiss that these people have an emotional depth or an intelligence that they do have. So am I sorry for them? No, because they're hot and they get everything. Yes. But do they struggle still? Of course. Of, of course they do. No one I, would deny that. I don't I just don't like it when people use them being attractive as one of the things that make their lives hard, because that's not true. It's yeah. just not true. Yes. It, it, it may be worse when they get older, but it's just the world is so unfair <laughs> when you when you see the the how varied people are and some people get way more. I always hate it when somebody's like really good looking, really good athlete, really good musician, funny. And you're just like this this ca- this world is not fair. Yes. Yeah. Taylor Swift. It's like to make Taylor Swift a lot of things if she would have been born in a different country under different circumstances mm-hmm. perhaps into poverty she would not be who she is it has to be a mixture of like the talent plus the loving parents encouragement from your community a certain t- time you were born yeah. in where the music industry is like and then also a ton of hard work having a brain that's yes. good at hard work it's all a fucking crap shoot I sometimes love you get a T-Swift Conan says about it what he he's I mean I think he oh, said yeah, a few times where he's like he's like you know 50, 60 years ago 100 years ago I would just be the town idiot in <laughs> Ireland like everybody would be like oh there goes Conan <laughs> the town idiot he would have had nothing yeah. to contribute there was no there's no need for him yeah. 100 years ago or me <laughs> nothing at least they had music back then. Anya, you would have had a job. Noah, you would have um, well, I, you would have produced something. There was I would have things been like needed. an assistant or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Do you> ever, <laughs> an 
consistent but, back in that. Like, do you ever think about a, what you would have been like in the Renaissance or the Wild West or all these different a eras? Mother. I think I'd be a hand with a ton of children. Yes, like, I would have so many children. Here's your water. And <laughs> yeah, I've milked well, the goats. As a woman, you know what you would have been. Nothing. A mother <laughs> and a housekeeper. That's all you would have been. Or a witch. I was told Ooh, I was a, a male soldier in a, a past life. Male soldier. Who wasn't? I, know. I mean, wasn't everyone and <laughs> like that's ever lived you're before us? So, you're always years something cool. Yeah, but, like yeah. everyone fought. Like <laughs> there was no getting out of that. If you were a man, anytime before 1700, you were fighting all the time. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that share this text I got last night from my sister um, to my family. Um, oh, I wanted to get to a couple things, but this is, uh, she sent it to, where is it? Sorry, Noah. I know it's I in our it text or in the rundown. Okay. Oh, it's, so it's, such, it's my biggest fear. I'm not kidding you. I have, everyone knows I have certain phobias, air shows. Yeah. Fat men on diving boards, yep. two lane highways over th- 35 miles per hour going directly at each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Add to the list, which I have never even come across this again, except one time we went to a circus in fucking fourth grade or some shit. And it has been, it is one of my biggest fears. I don't even like to bring it up because I don't want people sending me photos of it or talking about it. But those cages that are circle with the motorcycles going round and round and almost hitting each other are so fucking terrifying. I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. I don't like them. Do you love them? I think it is. When (laughs) I see those. It makes me think I'm so impressed with like hu- humanity, <laughs> like with the human race. Like I cannot believe, first of all, somebody had that idea. Then somebody was like, well, I'll get in it in a motorcycle yeah. and I'll just go around. And they're like, well, there's plenty of room in here for, I don't know, two more motorcycles. And they're like, all right, well, we'll come and practice it with you. It's insane. that You, you don't even know. How do you even start to practice something uh, yes, like that? You're so right. It's it fucking, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like all of it, none of it makes sense. And then when you watch it, you cannot believe that it is not a disaster it's it's perfect no will you google <laughs> motorcycles motorcycle circus accidents because i want to know if there are any because my sister willy-nilly william Dilliam of nothing <laughs> apropos of nothing sends our group chat this video i'm not even gonna look at it uh, I oh, yeah, think and they are in a tiny little yeah. ball and motorcycles are going round and round wait the children my mom are? wrote back they're at the circus i guess and she just sent that there's video. a bunch of um okay, circus performers crash during Globe of Death. Globe of uh, Death horrifying moments. Death circus entertainers writing the cage of death die. Cage it's just death. like a a bunch This a is bunch. back to the hamsters. People with, just like being going yes. round and yeah. round. With the exception of like real feats of courage, I think this is the most impressive thing. Do you want to go watch do. it? Would you like want to go see it? Before. And you can just sit there and watch it. I, I mean, it was a part of a it was a part I of want to die. I you couldn't. It's the pay most me, impressive thing Chris, human beings have ever done. I'm not kidding you. You couldn't pay me ten thousand dollars to sit down and watch it for a minute. A live one, one that I knew wasn't going to crash. I could maybe watch like this video. I'm predicting. I only watched it for a second before I crash. What about front row? Sorry, third row at Taylor Swift. What do you mean? That's the prize. If this was happening, I would not go. I would never go see her again if she had this going on no, during her show at any point. Get, I don't even want to be in. I would not even go in the other room for watching it. it. You get no, nothing. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. 
I'm not kidding you. This is the, it gives me so much anxiety. So it was so weird that they sent this to me. So I wrote back, this is one of my biggest anxieties as a young girl up there with air shows. I'm going to send something that's just as upsetting to you now. Oh and my so God. I know my mom and sister have trypophobia. I don't know if that's the way to pronounce it, but it's, it's, if you Google it, T-R-Y-P-O phobia. You will see it's like the fear of little circles all together <laughs> in a condensed area. This is an example what? of what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It looks like rotting flesh kind of. There's a reason why we don't like this kind of thing. But I sent them this like classic like, you know, flower that has this oh, going yeah. on. And it makes you want to barf. And I sent it to my mom. <laughs> she goes, no. And I go, sorry, mom. And my dad goes, these grow in the pond at the river shack. Huh? They're, please- <laughs> they're pleasing to me. Well, that's weird because they definitely are unsettling to me as well. And my mom goes, oh, stop it. And I go, sickening. And then she put a big paragraph. She went, you know, space bar. And she goes, getting these off my screen by moving them up. And so it was just a fun moment of um, uh, trolling my I didn't mom even know that, that was a phobia. I see those things all the time, those little plants with all the holes in them. Wait, did you Google trypophobia and look at all the images? No, I saw Noah sent us a picture of that. Oh, yeah. Those things make me sick, too, because any just like circles that are closely all together, because it's the same as when like maggots eat rotting flesh and they like burrow in little holes. But it's also why I like planner's words because there's just little dots and I want to scrape them out and I want to get them and I want to maybe chew on them, but I'm never going to do that because it's a virus. But I would if I could. (laughs) I do someday want to dig out someone's wart, babe. Have you talked about the meme, uh, the guy who's doing the memes? For the podcast? Oh, yeah. We love him so much. He's killing it. Killing it. Yeah, right? Yeah. This is like a dream come true. I know. It's so fun to be memed. And he'll take like clips from things I've done the show and like make them move and stuff. It's so fun. He's got his finger on the pulse of memes and this show. And the show. It's It's like a dream come true. Yeah. I wonder who he is and I wonder if he has any other meme accounts. I never want to find out. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it he? I mean, we we have no idea. We have right? no, why oh, do we yeah. assume? I thought I it was a know. woman. Really? Yeah. Well, well, I think it's a man, a hundred percent. But I could be mm, wrong. When we had you up, we had out of context yeah, that was you a up woman. as an account, and that was a. I think oh. her name was Grace. She was great. Okay. Okay. I don't remember. Well, we shall see. Reveal your. Tell us what gender you are. Or what you identify no, as. No, stay a mystery. Okay, don't tell Chris. I won't <laughs> tell him, but I want to know. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Chris, thank you for being here yeah, today. Yeah, thank you so much. I really love being here with you guys. Brian will be back in a couple weeks. I think he's taking a couple weeks off to get married. We're going to his wedding this weekend. We'll talk about that next week. But we have another show before next week. So we'll see you tomorrow on the show. You thank you for listening. Dates. Oh, yeah. And I have some tour dates on January, or uh, January, June 24th. I'm going to be in Highlands, California, I believe. And then I'm going to be in Vegas with David Spade on June 30th and July 1st. And then I have so many tour dates that I just announced all new for the fall. Chicago being a very important one that I want to sell out desperately because it's at the Chicago Theater September 15th. Yes. NikkiGlazer.com for all the tour dates and um, ticket info. And I can't wait to see you guys out there. Um, And yeah, don't be cut and just don't ever send me a picture of the Katie Duck or a video. Don't. Please don't. I'm serious. Don't. No. Okay. Send them to Chris. He loves it. I do. I think it's awesome. (laughs) Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 